Greetings, fellow travelers. This is Brian and Joni with another episode of the Wonderlust Travelcast. Today, we're going to speak briefly about passports, visas, and travel insurance. We hope that you'll find this information valuable and useful for your future travel. One of the first things to do when planning your vacation is to make sure that all of your travel identification is correct and current. Most importantly, your passport and your visa if it's applicable. What is the difference between a passport and a visa? Well, the main difference between a passport and a visa is that a passport is issued to a country's citizens for international travel and identification. It is used to verify one's country of citizenship, and if traveling outside of your country, it's used to regain entry into your own country of citizenship. Passports include your photo, name, birth date, gender, and physical characteristics, not to mention the issue and expiration date of your passport. For U.S. citizens, some countries only require a passport for reentry. You should confirm if a country-specific visa is required before traveling. Diplomats and government officials are granted different passports than what's given to regular travelers. A visa is an endorsement placed within a passport that grants the holder official permission to enter, leave, or stay in a country for a specific time period. The most common visa types are tourist, student, work, and transit visas. Depending on where you're traveling, a visa can be valid for a single or for multiple visits. Some visas require an application to be filed prior to entering the country, and other visas are granted upon entering the country. Certain visas require an interview or medical screening prior to applying for a visa. That information can be determined before you travel, either on your own or through your travel agent. Many countries have a six-month passport validity rule for foreign nationals arriving from overseas. What does this mean? Well, it means that the individual's passport must continue to be valid for at least six months after the trip. Depending on the country, it may be six months from the date of travel or from the day the passport holder intends to leave. Some airlines won't even allow you to board if this requirement is not met. The issue and expiration dates of your passport can be found on the data page of your passport book or the front of your passport card. This can also be a determining factor. A common question is which countries require six months validity on a passport. In Asia, nations like China, Vietnam, Malaysia, and Thailand enforce this rule. South American countries like Brazil, Venezuela, and Bolivia also need a passport that's good for six months. While it may seem like a hassle now, this validity rule helps in case of emergency. And to be sure, check with your country of destination or ask your travel advisor. Hey Joni, why don't you tell us a little bit about travel insurance? I know it can get confusing, but I'll try to make it a little more clear. So there are generally five types or categories. The first one is trip cancellation or interruption insurance. Trip cancellation is when something happens that prevents you from going on a previously planned trip, such as an unforeseen medical problem. Trip interruption is when you're partway through your journey and something happens that cuts it short, such as a family member's medical emergency back home or a worker strike at an airport. Generally, you'll be reimbursed only for the portion of your trip you did not complete. Terrorism threats fall under this umbrella but some plans only pay if you're scheduled to arrive within a set number of days before the incident takes place. 
And then there's medical insurance. Before buying travel medical coverage, check with your regular health insurance company to see what kind of coverage you have when traveling. Many U.S. insurers continue to cover you overseas. Medicare does not provide travel coverage. Even if your regular health insurer provides primary coverage, you may want to buy a supplemental or secondary coverage to cover deductibles and any unusual expenses your regular insurer does not cover. Emergency medical coverage can be purchased as a primary or secondary coverage with a personal benefit limits from $15,000 up to $250,000 or even more. Note that the U.S. State Department routinely issues warnings about traveling to certain high-risk countries. If you travel to these areas, your travel insurance may not be honored unless you buy a supplemental coverage. Next is evacuation insurance. These policies cover the cost of moving you to a location where you can get necessary and appropriate treatment in the event of a medical emergency. Evacuation costs are generally not covered by your regular home-based health insurance, which includes things like care flight or ambulance emergencies. Non-medical evacuation coverage arranges transportation from a place of danger to a safer location during times of civil or political unrest. Then there's baggage and personal item loss. This coverage provides reimbursement for lost, stolen, or damaged baggage and other personal items. It's usually offered for your entire trip, not just the flight-related activities. If you're carrying items valued over $1,000, such as a laptop, a camera, or cell phone, it's best to list them on a schedule as part of your homeowner's or business policy. Lastly is life insurance. This one sounds a little grim, but it is an option. There are three main types of travel life insurance. One is accidental death. Only a few companies offer this blanket coverage for an entire trip. This next one is air flight accident. This only covers the flight portion of your trip. The third is common carrier. This coverage pays in the event of death or dismemberment while you're traveling on any form of public transport. Once you understand the main differences between these plans, you can begin comparing plan coverage and prices between insurance providers. We, as your travel advisor, can help you determine the right company and coverage for your travel insurance needs. And lastly, for today's episode, we can't stress the importance of planning, booking, and paying off your trip early. The sooner you do this, the easier it'll be to manage your vacation or trip from beginning to end. A good rule of thumb is six to ten months prior to your date of departure. We hope you found this to be some valuable and useful information. Thanks for listening, and be sure to contact us at www.wonderlusttravelandtours.com. Happy, Happy travels! travels.